Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer, and I am one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And you know, my friends, over the years, I have been asked the same question many different times. The question is, what religion are you? And I always answer, I'm a Christian. Usually, or at least sometimes, the person will then say something like, I know that, but what religion are you? And I say, I'm a Christian. And again, they'll say something along the lines of, I know that, but what kind of Christian are you? What denomination do you attend? My response is, I don't attend any denomination. I'm a member of the body of Christ, the Church of Christ. I am just a Christian, plain and simple. Lots of folks have lots of problems with those answers. But the reason they have such problems is that they just don't understand. Perhaps today we can shed a little light on this subject. Turning to Matthew chapter 16, I want to look at verses 13 through 16. The passage says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, and some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom ye say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. This particular part of that passage tells us of certain misconceptions about Jesus that were held by the people of that time. But it also illustrates two human tendencies which have also resulted in misconceptions concerning the nature of the Lord's church. In the first place, the people thought that Jesus had to fit into a category with which they were already familiar. They already knew of John and of the other prophets. They therefore assumed that Jesus must be either John or one of the prophets. That's what they knew. They were not able to understand that Jesus was unique. Only a few, like Peter, could grasp that Jesus was in a class all by himself. This tendency among people to look at things only within the framework of what we already know explains the difficulties so many have regarding the undenominational nature of the Lord's Church. Denominationalism is so prevalent today that people usually find it very hard to understand how there could possibly be a church that is not a denomination. They see the Lord's Church in the context of numerous churches and they assume that it is simply another one among the many. As we look at Matthew chapter 16, we can also see that there is a tendency to confuse similarity with identity. There are ways in which Jesus was similar to John and the other prophets. 
Because of this similarity, the people assume that Jesus should be identified as one of them. But similarity does not necessarily equal identity. Well, this same tendency causes many people to think that a Church of Christ is a denomination. There are similarities between the Church of Christ and various denominations. Therefore, because the Church in some ways seems to be like denominations, folks just assume that it must be a denomination itself. But that is a false and unwarranted assumption. The Lord's Church is in some ways similar to a denomination, but it is not the same as a denomination. So, my friends, it was necessary for Peter to ignore preconceptions and assumptions based on what he had previously knew in order to understand that though Jesus was like the prophets, similar to John, he was truly in a category that was distinctive from all others. Now, in order to understand the undenominational nature of the Lord's Church, it is also necessary to give up the preconceptions and assumptions that that we've had and take an honest and unbiased look at the Church in the light of what the Scriptures say. That is what we want to do right now. And we'll begin by asking a few key questions. Number one, is the Church of Christ a denomination? In order to answer this question biblically, we have to consider certain other related questions. Secondly, were the apostles members of a denomination? The answer is no. The apostles and all New Testament Christians were members of the same church. There were no denominations among New Testament Christians. None. In the third place, was the church that Jesus established a denomination? The answer again is no. Every single denomination was established by mere men, but the Lord established only one church. His church consists of people who have been redeemed by his blood. Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19 the following, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. We are cleansed by that blood, which, according to Jesus, was shed for the remission of sins, Matthew 26 and verse 28. When we are baptized for the remission of sins, which is what baptism is for, according to Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, This all makes the church that Jesus established a blood-bought institution. In the fourth place, we ask, is it possible to be a Christian today without belonging to any denomination? Well, if people were Christians in the New Testament times without being in a denomination, and if people can become Christians today, then it is abundantly clear that membership in a denomination is not essential. But does this then mean that a person can be saved without being in any church? No. But let me tell you, membership in a denomination and membership in the Lord's Church are two very different things, and they are mutually exclusive. There are two indisputable facts. From the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, no person in the Bible was ever saved outside of the Church of Christ. And in the Bible, no saved person was ever added by the Lord to any denomination. 
Is it possible today to be a member of the church Jesus established? The answer to that question is a resounding yes. Look at Acts chapter 2 verse 47 which tells us praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Every saved person is added by the Lord to the church. The Lord's undenominational church exists today wherever there are people who are living, serving, and worshiping according to the New Testament pattern. Now let's talk about that church. Going back to Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18, Jesus said, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Jesus built one church, his church. If we look at verse 19, we find, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Over in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 18, Jesus said to all the apostles, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The apostles were commissioned to bind and loose according to heaven's authority. This is just another way of saying the Lord telling of his apostles to teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded thee. The result is that there was a plan, a pattern, devised in heaven, made known through the teaching and examples of the apostles that included certain things and excluded certain things. The practical result of this would be the one true church. Consider our Lord's Prayer in John 17, particularly verses 20 and 21. He prayed, Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Jesus prayed for the oneness of all believers, and he was specific as to the kind of believers. It would be those who believe on me through their word. Whose word? The apostles. The only acceptable unity is unity that is based upon their word, and it is revealed in the New Testament. Jesus never intended for there to be a variety of churches. Instead, he intended one church easily identifiable by the words of the apostles. As we've already seen, the Bible shows that every saved person is added by the Lord to that church when they are saved. The same baptism that pertains to the remission of sins and without which there is no salvation also puts a person into the one body of Christ. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13, For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. What is that one body? Well, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23 tells us. It says, And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. How many bodies are there? Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 4 tells us that there is but one. 
As it was in New Testament times, so it is today. Every person who is saved according to the gospel plan of salvation thereby becomes a member of the Lord's one church, the Church of Christ. A congregation of saved people today following the New Testament pattern of faith and practice is as surely the Lord's church as was the church at Jerusalem or at Antioch in the days the apostles walked the earth. It was not a denomination then and it is not a denomination now. By contrast, the denomination is by definition a part of the whole, a party among parties. The theory of denominationalism is that one may be a Christian and a member of the universal and invisible church, but by choice may be also a member of a particular segment of Christianity. That segment will have certain features that distinguish it from other so-called Christian segments. These distinguishing features are what denominate that segment, making it a denomination. I appeal to your reason to see and understand that by its very nature, then, a denomination is not the church of the Bible. The true church is the one church, the one body, not a division of the body. And by the way, all of those distinctive features that distinguish one segment from the other, how do they compare to what the Bible says? In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10, Paul wrote, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Now someone may say, wait a minute, isn't the Church of Christ a group that is distinctive and separate from other groups? Doesn't that make it a denomination? And those are good questions. Remember our Lord's conversation in Matthew 16. People tend to reach conclusions based upon what they have already experienced and what they already know. People are so used to the idea of denominationalism, they have seen so many separate denominations that their assumption is that any separate group must be yet another denomination. That is faulty reasoning. And let us go to the Bible to show you why. Do you remember from your personal Bible study the different denominations of first century Judaism? Now you won't find the term denomination in the New Testament, but you will find the word sect used to describe the different religious parties in Judaism at that time. The Jews were supposed to be one people under one God with one law, but they were divided into various sects the best known of these groups had certain distinguishing features which denominated them as Pharisees and as Sadducees. They were properly called sects. Now the Lord's Church was an entirely distinctive group, but because it was a separate group and because it existed alongside the Jewish sects, those who didn't know any better assumed that the Lord's Church was just another sect. For example, in Acts chapter 24 and verse 5, Jewish prosecutors referred to Jesus or to Paul as the ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. In Acts chapter 28 and verse 22, certain Jews in Rome referred to the Lord's church as this sect we know that everywhere is spoken against. The truth, however, was that though the church was certainly a distinctive group, it was not a Jewish sect. 
So too today, the Lord is a distinctive group, but it is not a sect or denomination. Understand, my friends, that what you are hearing is not arrogance. We who comprise the Church of Christ are not claiming to be the best denomination or even a better denomination. We are determined to follow the New Testament, and that means that we are determined not to be a denomination at all. As a matter of fact, we would plead that all denominations just dissolve with the aim of all believers being simply Christians. If everyone would be satisfied to be just what the Bible authorized, there would be no denominations in existence, period. I don't have a monopoly on the truth. There is no copyright on the New Testament pattern of faith and practice. The Church of Christ is not patented. What I mean by this is that everyone who has an equal right to be in the non-denominational Church of Christ that our Lord built and died for can be a part. Any person who believes and obeys the gospel, even in the most remote place on earth, is a member of the Church of Christ. He or she will not be in a denomination. Indeed, they cannot be, for then they would not be obeying the gospel of Christ but they will be in the church that Jesus purchased with his blood. Again, I say that is not arrogance. It is with profound humility and being absolutely awestruck by the majesty of God that we bow before his authority and plead with people to be Christians only, not hyphenated Christians, but Christians only. Very serious things to think about. Thank you for listening.